Gosh, this is so awesome, man. I never in a million years thought something like this would happen. Out of turn number four come the most powerful weight models on the planet, the world of outlaws. I call Scott my dad, and uh, <laughs> nothing like the best in the business, breathing down your throat your first outlaw in. Ah, yes, welcome everybody to another episode of Stick Signals, and it is officially my favorite time of year. Hi everyone, my name is Ruben Morales, your host for Stick Signals, alongside, yes, finally, alongside, uh, not just Mike Warren, but alongside my good friend Mick. Mick, how are you? It's good to be in the studio for once, finally. Um, I'm doing well, man. It's nice to see you in the studio. It, it's really good to be here. I just, it's my favorite time of the year being in, in Concord, North Carolina, getting ready for the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. And Mike, uh, I'm alongside you again, back to back episodes, but this time in an actual studio, not in a hotel ballroom. See, see now, hotel ballroom, yeah. No, it was a conference room, actually. Oh, that's right. It wasn't yeah, even a ballroom. Right. It's nice of you to know what it's like to come back to Concord for a couple of days before you go back out onto the road. Yeah, a couple of days, like uh, 27 hours, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we spent a lot of time together this weekend. We, we did. Unfortunately, I fell asleep for most of it on the that way was back. From it, but, I know, but it's okay. But hey, no, it's really good to see you guys uh, guys this is my favorite time of the year like you know how people get excited for christmas week like this is my favorite time of year because it's the dirt car summer nationals we always come to concord we pick up the dirt car command center we get our truck and we head to either brownstown or my first year was peoria but this year we are getting ready to go to brownstown 36th annual dirt car summer nationals upon us we are going to touch on that here in a little bit a uh, big weekend for brandon overton outlaws also going to pick up this weekend we have a lot to cover here this week guys yeah, for sure. I mean, oh, but first, let's start about Overton pretty much took everybody's money this weekend. Yeah, um, you brought this to my attention. I watched the All-Star race last night, but I didn't really watch the conference. Uh, tell us what Kyle Larson said. Yeah, pretty much the first words out of Kyle Larson's mouth were, uh, at least Brandon Overton wasn't here to take our money. <laughs> to, to say that at Texas Motor Speedway in the conference room, that is big. I wonder how many confused uh, looks there was in the room when he said Brandon Overton. People were like, what? Actually, I don't think that's the case because... Because Kyle Larson was in the field both nights for the Dream, I think that you had more eyes on this race than I think you ever have. So everybody was keeping tabs on it in one way, shape, or form. And, you know, so I think Brandon Overton really put his name in there, and a lot of people know who he was. He was joking around before the autograph <laughs> session. I don't know if you were there with me on Saturday. He was walking in because they do this autograph session in the big barn for an hour beforehand. Mm -hmm. And Overton goes, I don't even know if any of these guys know who I am. I think he was joking, <laughs> per se, but compared to, like, Kyle Larson, you know, B-Shep, Josh Richards, all those guys, yeah. you, you know, name with a face. I mean, obviously, a lot of people were there to get Kyle Larson's autograph, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, but he's, I mean, it, it's, I think the media knows. I mean, guys like Weaver and and a lot of the media people over on the NASCAR side knew who, what he was referencing to. So it, it's a it's cool. It's a big moment for late model racing to, to get that kind of coverage, and it's awesome for everybody. That's a lot of money. Uh, before we get into that, what would you buy with that, that amount of money? What would you buy, Mick? I literally just found this castle for sale in <laughs> South Carolina, so it, it, it was about 300 so I, I financed the rest. I would buy a house of some shape or form. Yeah. Although I'm the type of guy, like, if I won that amount of money, I'd still come to work the next day. Like, it wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't want to change how I was living. Yeah, I'd be way too bored if I was just sitting at home all the time. Yeah, I, I would have to come back and see you guys again. Like, I would be very bored if I wasn't recording Stick Signals or doing this. I agree. I, I'd buy a Corvette. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I would love a although I probably would never have time to drive it, but still. You'd make it, you'd make it pretty quick between races if you're on the road with it. <laughs> exactly. Pulling the command center in a Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, congratulations to Brandon Overton. What a weekend for him. Uh, it was good to see Kyle Larson and all that as well uh mick uh actually mike let's talk about world of outlaws first because i have a lot to talk about uh dirt car summer nationals there's well before we get into what's coming up this week i i want to touch on 
the guys at the dream. You know, Ricky, you know, it seemed like it was one guy was like the story every night. Like, for example, Wednesday, Ricky, Ricky Weiss had a great run in that sniper. Yeah. I mm-hmm. believe he finished sixth. Don't quote me on that. I'm not looking to look at the head, but I know it was a top 10 finish. He was he was the best outlaw out of the field. And boom, had a great run on Wednesday, too. He got run, in through yeah. the field and drove from 18th to 11th. And it was impressive to watch. I'll tell you. And I was happy for him. He, he was a. Boom after the race is always smiling though. That's that, that's the funny thing. I love I love to give going down and talking to him. But then Thursday night we get to the dream. Shepard leads sixty laps, and he yeah. he was the first one to touch on it. Especially in a hundred lap race, the one place you really don't want to be sometimes yeah, is the leader. Yeah, as weird as that right. sounds, because Overton was just better in the middle of the racetrack, and you know you don't know what what line to run if you're Brandon Shepard, and that that really is. And he kind of faded late and ended up finishing in the top five, which is still a great run for Shepard. But you know the Rocket team. They want the number on the side of the car is the number they want to finish every night. For There's sure. no question about yeah, it. Yeah, and don't count them out. I feel like they're starting to get hot. They, that car looked really good. I know they've been having some issues here, but I think that team is going to be a force to be wrecking with as we get closer into the, the busiest part of the, of the season. One guy I do want to touch on, obviously he's not on tour with us anymore, but if, if everything were to still be together with him and his team, he'd still be with us, is Daryl Lanigan. How about that? Driving that Club 29 that he had. The last Club Club 29 that he built uh, started on the front row and to finish fifth. It was good to see Daryl run that good. He needed a good run he did and that was saturday night's event just so yes. we're not i don't want to yes. leave off thursday because another veteran of the sport probably turned the most heads on thursday night dennis herb jr yeah starting at the back of the b main mm-hmm. gets in he probably w- i would like to think he would have won the b scramble anyway mm-hmm. but he gets in after ross bales was light yep. on the scales in yep. the b ends up in the feature drives it from 25th to sixth, and I think if it was five more laps, he would have passed Bishop too. Yeah, I mean Dennis Herb. You know, we said earlier a couple weeks ago. You know, we we're hoping that he'd improve his performance, and he he certainly has. He's just good there. Hey, yeah. how about this? Since we're in the Summer Nationals Week, Dirt Cars Summit Racing Equipment Modified Nationals Champion Nick Hoffman driving for Hatcher's Motorsports, finishing in the top ten that first night, ninth for Hoffman. And and you know the crazy thing for Hoffman, he put the left rear shock of his modified on the late. That's model. what he said. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, it was really good to see him run. Obviously, limited experience in the late model. I talked to him, and he said, you know what? It's just the car is good, the driver's lacking, and obviously, it just comes from experience in a late model. It was good to see Nick run that. Good. Well, we've seen modified guys, you know, turn into the late model. I mean, I'm going to use Strickler as an example. He's had some growing pains after picking up the wins at Volusia, yeah, yeah, but, sure. you know, give it a couple of years and, you know, some bad luck not going his way. Yeah, you know, I think so Strickler will be right there. But we'll fast forward to Thursday night again. Or Friday night now. See, my day has been all messed up. It feels like a Tuesday to me right now. It absolutely does. But Brandon Overton again winning another preliminary night. Brandon Overton did not lose a feature all weekend. We'll just get that out of the way. Greg Satterley with a great run, though. But the guy that turned heads is a guy that Overton passed for the lead in his preliminary feature. Mm -hmm. The Reaper, Ryan Gustin. And I'm going to read you, if you haven't read the story, go to worldofoutlaws.com. For the late model side, my first line, we can be like they are. From Blue Oyster Colts, don't fear the Reaper. Yeah. He has arrived, and he has proven this guy is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I'll tell you what, I can't wait to see him get out there. That first win's coming. Uh, I mean, Gustin has adapted so well. And this guy did not get 102 wins, you know, on a modified USMTS tour, uh, become a champion like that. He has adapted so well. That team is so confident right now. And let's not forget, he's coming off a good weekend at Port Royal. He's coming off a good weekend at Mississippi Thunder. I mean, he has had three straight good weeks with the Outlaws. I, I'm i going to be sad because I'm missing the next 12 Outlaw races. I'm going to be sad when he does. I'm going to 
say this right now. When he does get his first outlaw win here, this next and, couple and weeks. And we said it, you know, and not, not to take away anything from Dennis Herb Jr., but if that caution doesn't come out, those two cautions don't come out yeah. late in Circle City, he probably wins that race. Yeah, for sure. You, you don't know what happens in the last 10 laps, but and it was just impressive. But the end of the week, we fast forward to Saturday now. The guy that was really impressive, and we really all thought he had a shot to win this and take over over mm-hmm. his throne. He was my pick was one Chris of the weekend. Smo- was Chris Smokey Madden. I was really impressed with him. He drove from 10th, and he told me Friday night after his preliminary, which he also got in the top 10, he wished it was a 100-lap feature because he thought he had a car <laughs> yep. that was going to be good. And he wasn't kidding. He had a great run, got to second, had there, got to the lead, had it, and then, you know, Brandon Overton wasn't the best on the restarts, but... Brandon Overton was a class of the field all weekend. Yeah, There's no sure. shame in finishing for second sure. yeah. to him. No, no yeah. question about it. That but. was still a really good battle, though, between him and Overton for several laps there. So it was yeah. fun to watch. I mean, it was cool to see Madden lead. How, how he said, I'm, I'm going to be honest, my picks were Devin Moran and Chris Madden. Now, Moran sat on the outside of the front row and kind of faded a little bit. But you got to give Madden so much credit. Considering he didn't make the first stream, mm-hmm. I, 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 was in, I was in the infield, and I looked up to his trailer, and he was up there in his Dryding t-shirt, not Dryding fire suit. And you could just tell. There was like a look in Chris Madden's eye, like, he was just like, man, I should be out there to turn around and make the second dream and lead a little bit towards the end and finish second. That is amazing yeah. for that driver to turn turn it around like that. And I'll, I'll read you another quote from Saturday's sto- story. I just can't get that W at Eldora, but I'm going to get it one day. Yeah, he's been so close so many times in the past to a crown jewel victory at Eldora. But um, I, I think Madden, uh, this is going to help him with confidence going into this Pennsylvania swing. Yeah, and I mean, you got to remember that's still a young team. I mean, they're they're certainly proven that they're worth their time. Yes. And you mentioned the swing. We'll we'll get this out of the way, and then we can get to the Summer Nationals right after that. First three-race weekend of the season yes. for the World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings, Late Models. We kick it off with one of our now two trips to the Empire State, yeah. right off the shore of beautiful Chautauqua Lake in Jamestown. It's not that close, but it's it's kind of close. <laughs> I just love saying it because it's an awesome lake to look at. State Line Speedway, the new State Line Speedway, as they call it. It's going to be a fun bullring race there again. And uh, that's Friday night. Saturday night, we head to the Thund- Thunder Mountain Speedway where Sheppy beat Jared Miley mm-hmm. on the last lap pass yeah. last year. And that was actually the last time Bloomer won a race, too. Yeah. Was yeah. that track. One trip there this year. And then we go to the late model National Open on Saturday night at Sealands Grove. And, and you know, at Sealands Grove, I have my eye on Tyler Bruning, which, by the way, shout out to him. He finished 11th at the Dream. Uh, coming all the way from the back. That. Yeah. I got, started dead last yes. in the B. Yes. Yeah. Won the B scramble in mm-hmm. his first, made his first dream start, mm-hmm. and he finished eleventh. And and you know what's crazy about this weekend? Um, I don't know what the word for it, it is, but like I, I want to say diverse of racetracks, I guess, because you have bull rings and you have a half mile. This yeah. weekend is going to be big for the outlaws. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to go on record and saying this right now. Boom! Don't let me down. I I, I think Boom's winning this week. I, uh, Mick, I think it was me and you talking before the year. I made a prediction. I think it was you episode did. one of Stick you Signals. Did. Yes, I yep. said Boom Briggs will win a feature, a Morton Buildings feature this year, and I think the water's warm this weekend. I do too. I do too. No ice on the water. Uh, yeah, no ice. On the water. As long as you didn't just jinx him. <laughs> I, I hope I didn't, because honestly, every single guy I picked this past weekend on the broadcast, I just I I felt bad. I jinxed him, but <laughs> I, <laughs> it happens. Though. Yeah. We can't drive the cars for him. Yeah, better it, luck on it, podcast it, predictions it, than it, broadcast it, predictions. Is there, is there such a thing as photographer jinx? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, be, be, boy, you're going to call him out. I, I, I am calling out JC because because JC took a picture of Shepard's engine, and he took a Shepherd, uh, a picture of Dennis Herb Jr., and, well, we saw what happened. There is, is there such thing as a photographer jinx? JC, I'm calling you out. I mean, to speaking, be fair, I'm sure that of, JC also took pictures of Brandon Overton, though. That's also true. Speaking of uh, Shepard and engines, I just want to bring this up. He did not blow the engine on Saturday. No, he did not. Contrary to popular belief. The, uh, the crew 
obviously we saw the smoke a couple mm-hmm. laps before he pulled in something was going wrong and I don't blame him because mm-hmm. the way that car unfortunately was running during that race, I don't think he was going to be able to get back up toward the front. Yeah. It doesn't. It made sense just to shut it down at that point. Yeah, exactly. Save it instead of grenading it, which is a good call. Um, but yeah, the Outlaws is going to be a good weekend. Mick, what do you have your eyes on here this weekend in Pennsylvania? Is there anything that catches your eye? Maybe. Can, can you say New York and Pennsylvania, please? New York and Pennsylvania. My home right. state. Don't, <laughs> don't leave me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to to see how Boom runs. I think that Herb's going to run really well this mm-hmm. weekend too. And then also, I think I think it's cool for Mike uh, Mike to get to go home to a track that he's you've been to no i have not been to state line really it's so far west and south that i just it's not it just hasn't been on the radar right because there aren't that many big block modified tracks in the southwest part of the state sure really after like ransomville is like the furthest west one in new york that they really go to Mm -hmm. after that once you get back down toward pa there's not really that much now you go more towards central new york there is right when you have thunder mountain in new york that there are two Thunder Mountains yeah, that are not that Thunder far Mountains. from each other. <laughs> but there's a, ton of, there's a ton of tracks more toward that way. Mm-hmm. But in, we- in the southwest part of the state, there's really not that many modified tracks. So, like, Ransomville is the furthest one west. Right. Yeah, I know it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, you mentioned Dennis Herb Jr. I'm glad you brought that point up, Mick. Very good point because, remember, he just came off fresh of victory at Circle City Raceway. And remember, yeah. when Boom Briggs almost won, Last year at Erie's is when Dennis Herb passed him for the win. So, <laughs> so is Dennis Herb, is this the time where Dennis Herb Jr. starts catching fire and starts, you know, making a comeback for himself? And let's not forget, uh, Firecracker's right upon us. Kay Dillard, obviously that team is yep. going to come more prepared than ever because that was the only team that had the off weekend this past weekend. Correct. And they are prepared coming all the way from Louisiana. They're not going to drive back to Louisiana after this weekend. They're going to go back and try to defend the Firecracker. I think that team is more prepared than ever. Keep an eye on Kay Dillard these next two weeks. Oh, I think it's going to make a difference Thursday being yes. able to take some time and maintain the car and not having I'm not saying anybody's rushing because there's you know no I doubt anybody with the exception of the one team mm-hmm. went home I'm sure I'm sure Mark um, and company did because they're right there Gustin went to Iowa I did Gustin, talk to them and, you go and, back to and Iowa? Bruning yes oh okay. sorry no no Gustin sorry Bruning went back to Iowa Gustin's in boom shop this week okay okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah and for the one team to go home that makes sense too because it's sort of I mean yeah. they're right on the PA border essentially right. yeah. anyway West Virginia. It's not, yeah yeah, we'll see. I, I think that that's quite a bit of stress to, to run four big week or big days like that at Eldora and then to have to just turn around and hit the road. <laughs> Out of all drivers, I talked to Dennis Herb Jr. because, you know, he, he's a true racer. He will race, you know, a local show that's there if, if, if he has the opportunity. And I told Dennis, I was like, Dennis, I... This sounds crazy, but are we going to see you at Brownstone on Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> he's not like, no, uh, we have too much maintenance to do. But hey, it was yeah. worth the shot yeah, asking because yeah. I feel like he is the type of guy to go to Brownstown just one night and now, then drive to. You and know. he is a guy, unfortunately, that is down a motor. Yeah. yeah. It was a tough yeah. break because he was going to get into the show. He was in a he qualifying was. spot. Yeah. Yeah. Or, was he third? No, I think he was in he, the, he was about to get in there. He was running the bottom really yes, well. He was on yes. four. Yeah, I think yeah. he was going for a pass. There's a lot of racing. Forgive me if my a memory's lot. Uh, a lot. Yeah. It, it just all blends in. Uh-huh. It's it's like when I so fun story here for stick signals when Billy Moyer won his 100th win at Thunder uh, Thunderbird uh, in 18. I asked Billy. I didn't ask him in victory lane, but I asked him after the next day, and I was like, Billy, out of all your 100 wins, which one stands out the most? He's like, Ruben. Where were we at last? Where were we at last week? And I was like, uh, he's like exactly my point. They all blend in together. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I was yeah. like, you know, so with the you exce- have a very solid point. See, with the exception <laughs> of like Dakar Nationals, you know, like the Firecracker, you're obviously going to remember. Right. Eldora, clearly, you're going to remember. Yep. And like World Finals, I, they all blend. 
They yeah, really do. Yeah, they yeah, really yeah. do. I mean, it's funny. I was, t- you know, Jeff Miracle, our race director for Dirt Car Summer Nationals. I was like, Jeff, it just feels like we were at Evolution like the other the other mm-hmm. day. I mean, it's just it's gone so fast. Uh, like, remember, it was funny. Me and Eric were talking about it. It's like everyone was talking about Bristol at the beginning of the year. Like, you, you haven't that's even heard of Bristol. Yeah, it's like all, all history. You about. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like now it's like you don't even hear about it. Like, it's crazy how the year just goes on and on. And now everybody's talking about Dirt Cars Summer Nationals. Uh, Mick, are we going to see you at Summer National events? I hope we do. My plan is to go out for the final week to go oh, up to Michigan. Nice. Yes. Uh, it doesn't make, I can't really make sense to go at any other time i really wanted to go pdc to usa nats mm-hmm. and then just swing over the hell tour but you guys are off for a week there yeah well, well the makeup week we don't know what's going to happen yet you know maybe well, we have to race maybe that it week. works maybe yeah because it's not too hard to catch a ferry from cedar lake across the uh lake there and be in michigan pretty yeah, quick so yeah mike I, I know you're a busy guy with the outlaws but i know i know rick ashelman's going to come help us our good friend rick i know jc may come hit up some events are we going to see you at some summer national events i don't know and it and like i was telling you last i think i told you this Which, a couple times and the reason i'm asking is because you did a phenomenal job this week. By the way, we got to give it up to Mike Warren. He did a good job. All the content you did on the World of Outlaws and you're helping Jordan and stuff out. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel you know Jordan does a great job, and I love I love Jordan. But I think having you on there as well uh, adds more. You know, I, I'll admit I might have fanboyed a little bit when I interviewed Kyle Larson, but I think anybody would right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. I saw the picture with you and JC and uh, oh yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So does he listen to stick signals? Uh, Kyle, no. Damn. <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, hey, he if he had won, he would have. <laughs> he, he told yeah. me he's like, when are you going to have me on? I listen to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could be a frequent guest. Yeah, that moves needles. If, honestly, if we could get him, that would be awesome. Yeah, honestly, he says he he told me they have it at Hendrick Motorsports all the time. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. That'd be that'd be awesome though. <laughs> yeah, but no, honestly, I you know for the fans that have never met, because you know we tend to forget. You, you know, we we met Kyle Larson, we talked to Kyle Larson, you know, because that's that's our job. But we tend to forget. A lot of fans are kind of shy to walk up to the guy. I just want you fans to know if you have the opportunity. Obviously, don't bother him when he's working. But if you just see him around. Don't be scared. He is the most humble guy. One of the that's the thing about our sport. They're very humble. Kyle yeah. is very humble, down to earth. You know what, Mick? You've been in the big time a long time. You know all these guys. I, and most of them are per, most of them are just human beings. Like yeah, I, there's pretty few drivers that you run, run across that actually have yeah. like that rock star mentality. So yeah, they're all pretty cool. Just don't mess with them when they're in the zone. Yeah, when they're in the zone, that's kind of when they could rub off, you know, kind of meanish, yes. but they're not being mean. They're just in the zone and they have to get ready. Remember, at the end of the day, this is their job. Yeah. It should be noted that Kyle Busch is always in the zone. <laughs> 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 well, uh, yeah, anyway, the dirt world, everyone's really fun. Um, guys, any, any last thoughts and things on the, on the Outlaws before we get to uh, the Hell Tour? No, just, that's, this, this is when it's going to start cranking up a little bit. It is. I mean, we, got, we have six races in two weeks yeah. you know take a break for one weekend and then you know we go to the north yeah and yeah. so things are really going to heat up at this point and literally. uh yeah literally, literally. Yeah, <laughs> more ways than one. don't remind me like we're already looking don't. at july and i don't know how we got to june well, it's, like yeah. I was thinking of today, I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting through, I'm like, wow, the 600 was last week. No, no, it wasn't. I've been on the road for two weekends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's going by super fast and it's crazy because next thing you know, we're going to be in September. We're going to be in Davenport for that big outlaw race. And next thing you know, like the next thing you know, we're going to be a Charlotte. Yeah. Like it's unreal. But anyway, um, race fans, you can watch every 
lap live on Dirt Vision. Everything from the Dirt Car Summer Nationals to the Dirt Car Summit Racing Equipment Modified Nationals to the World of Outlaws. I mean, we got it all for you here on Dirt Vision. Uh, guys, I really want to get into this. This is, I mean, it's just, it's like Christmas for me. This is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. It's the to, hell so tour, let, baby. To set the scene right now outside of the studio, out back of the lot is the, the yes. Dirt Car Summer National trailer. And Ruben's gigantic steamer trunk of a suitcase is sitting next to it with piles of water and Gatorade. And literally when we get done recording this, him and the crew will head off and that's pretty much it. You'll yes, be on the road for months. Indiana. Yeah. And then it, drive off, you know, just, just, yeah. Big, drive to du- big dually pickup and a pull behind mm-hmm. trailer and five dudes. And I don't yeah. get to see you till falls. I know. Yeah. Sadly. Well, that's why I'm saying. Hopefully you, you know, drop in for a couple, hopefully. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I, I think so. Anyway, but yeah, no. So as Mick says, setting the setting here. So we're literally in the Dirt Vision studio right now. That's what I'm saying. Alongside my good friends. Not yeah. 2,000 miles away. It's good to be yeah. with you guys in a real studio. Um, literally. The, so we're in the studio. Next to us is the actual Dirt Vision, uh, you know, studio, studio. They're going to be busy. Like they're going to have every yes. single hands on deck every day. Yeah. Summer Nationals. Obviously, you get Williams Grove and Attica. Like every, it's going to be chaos in this Dirt Vision studio. <laughs> I don't know. I want to be in here. There'll be people here constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a crazy house starting on Tuesday race fans the 36th annual dirt car summer nationals and 11th annual dirt car summit racing equipment modified nationals nine different states Illinois Indiana Missouri Wisconsin Iowa Kentucky Michigan Ohio and Tennessee 16 straight Illinois champions since 2004 Don O'Neill I'm going to ask you guys this question do you think Illinois gets knocked off this year for the championship or does an Illinois driver win the championship again this year I mean, who's in the running? So I, I made a list yesterday, and I'll, and I'll give you guys the drivers here. So, I mean, Illinois is going to be tough to beat, obviously. Brian Shirley, okay, he's from Chatham, Illinois. Yeah. The guy that's going for it, Tanner English out of Benton, Kentucky. And now Tanner uh, obviously was going to do it last year, but then the whole COVID thing just switched the schedule up, and he did something else. But this year, Tanner, he, he didn't go to the dream. Right. Jason Riggs, he was crewing for him. I think this this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Tanner English, uh, he, he's done a lot. I mean, a lot more racing his past two years. He is, he's matured as a driver. He's way better. He's stronger, and I think he's more yeah. prepared than ever. Ashton Winger. He's yeah. planning on running the tour. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice yeah. to see him back out. And, and you, Mick, you've seen it on social media. He's been doing a lot of racing in the Midwest. Yes. I think this driver's more prepared than ever. Uh, we, we'll never forget his first outlaw win at Cedar Lake when, when Shepard slide jobbed him, and then mm-hmm. he slide jobbed yeah. him right back. But it's, it's in the intro to this podcast. Yeah, it is in the intro <laughs> of this podcast, yes. Um, Bob Gardner, uh, he's from Washington, Illinois. Uh, Tim Lance, Tim Lance Jr. Uh, Devin Moran, I talked to him at the Dream. He's not going to do it full time. Uh, he's going to do the first week, but I, I told him, maybe if you do good, will you stay? We don't know yet. But they're they're kind of Jason Fager from Illinois. Uh, Taylor Scheffler from Wisconsin. Uh, I know he's getting ready to make a run for the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. We saw how well he did at Farmer City and Mississippi Thunder with the World of Outlaws. Um, He's going to be good. If if he's the qualifying machine that we've seen this year, he's going to do good in heat races and get in the show. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And then then you have Bobby Pearson, Frank Heckenis Jr. So I'll ask the question again. Um, Winger from Georgia. You have um, Scheffler from Wisconsin, and you have English from Kentucky. Does Illinois get knocked off the championship list this year? I'm really interested to see how how Tanner English runs. You know, we had him on the last episode, and and they're focused, and Riggs has put, um, you know, resources behind this program, Mm -hmm. and they're they're poised to go out and and get on not only a a Hell Tour championship, but also the the National Points Championship at Dirt Card Lay Models. Yeah, which which is a big thing. Uh, Now, I'll ask you, Mike, does Illinois get knocked off this year? Or does another Illinois champion win it? I'd love to see it. Nothing against anybody from the state of Illinois. It's just, it, you know, more variety, the better. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. There we go. Um, my opinion, it's going to be tough to beat Brian Shirley, but if there's a guy that can do it, it's definitely, you know, Tanner English. I mean, I Ashton Winger, don't count him out. He he is more. He actually uh, FaceTimed me yesterday, and he was super pumped. I mean, th- he is yeah. so fired it's, up for it's this It's great deal. to see him come back out. Yeah. You know, I think he had anticipated running with the Outlaws this year, and, and Volusia was rough on the team, and, mm-hmm. and they came off tour but uh is he planning on running the whole tour yes he plans on he's going to start it off strong uh i said his, his, that team just fell apart around him in volusia yeah. and he told me he's like you know what we're just gonna drop off the steel and focus on summer national yep. so his eyes has been on the prize since since february Perfect. for the dirt car summer national so i, I you know ashton has a good shot scheffler i uh, you know a, a lot of guys have him under the radar but i'm not going to have him under the radar i have him on the radar scheffler is a really talented driver um he just has to put a whole night together obviously right. he makes the features and then he kind of fades back a little bit but you know, I think he has a good shot. And I mean, Tanner English, you can't count him out. Uh, my next question, Shannon, this is one of the big storylines going into the past two years. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> yeah, Shannon yeah. Babb obviously got the win at Boone. Uh, we saw how Babb did it at, at, at Eldora. He has 98 career Dirt Car Summer National wins, second on the all-time win list behind Moyer with the all-time wins of 100. 100 races, yeah. Does Babb, Mick, I'll start with you, does Babb tie or pass Moyer this year? <sighs> he's not going to do it all, but he's going to run some. I think he ties him. Think I think so? he ties him. I don't know if he'll pass him. I mean, it depends on how many races he runs, really. You That's know. true. So, Mike? I think uh, Stickwood's going to be some celebrating out in Maliko this year, and he gets it. Oh, I really do. I, I like he's, it. he's been running well. He has been running well this year. I agree. I agree. Now, now the thing is, especially I, you know, especially after that big win at Boone, you know, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. It is. I, I oh, mean, it absolutely. It, is. You know, yes, it was a top twelve invert, and yes, it. Oh no, not I, taking anything away from I, him. I'm just that, that's a shot at you. I, that's I, not anything. I, I know. I know. You guys like to give me a hard time, but hey, a, a, an outlaw win is an outlaw win, it and Shan, Shannon Babb, you know, could, could have missed his line or something, but Babb got it done. Um, I yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Bandon, uh, Babb could tie Moyer or pass Moyer. Uh, does Moyer get another? win how about that question does you know we saw Moyer obviously it was having a uh, drive shaft issues with the yoke and all that stuff mm-hmm. the yoke and all that stuff so I mean I don't know does Moyer get does he pass one does he get 101 102 I, I think so I mean he's been having a the last his last four races I can say he's had a little bit of bad luck because he he misses that up at Circle City because remember he started on the pole yeah, and dropped yeah. back right away and then remember Saturday night at Plymouth he blew the motor before the race even started mm-hmm. so you don't know what he would have done in those races, and then obviously the trouble he had. He got into the field, I think he won one of the B scrambles on yeah. for the 27th, yep. mm-hmm. and then had the drive shaft issues for the 26th. Mm-hmm. Man, I come on, come on, Billy. Just please eat a little extra Wheaties. <laughs> come on, Moyer. I, I, you know, I I'm gonna be sad the day this man retires. I, you know, he's part of history. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I six time Dirt Car Summer National Champion. Anyway, the the wins between Bab and Moyer, we will see. Three uh, S. It stood for three straight last year, getting his fourth championship. Uh, we just talked about it. Brian Shirley does he get four in a row this year? Make it five championships. No driver has ever won uh, four in a row. There's only we talk about yeah. drivers winning the championship three years in a row. Bobby Pierce. Dennis Herb Jr. to surely get four in a row. We'll see. There's 36 late model races. This is the way it's going to work. We take the best 31. <coughs> There's now 36 modified races. We take the best 12. Uh, we used to take the best eight. We take the best 12. Now, right. uh, I posted that uh, on Snap, and uh, the driver actually surprised me, uh, Tyler Nicely. Uh, he did it full-time uh, two, three years ago, and Tyler Nicely's back this year. Yeah, is this awesome. the year that Nick Hoffman gets stopped? Uh, I, I don't want to say I hope so because I, li- I like yeah. Nick, but I like only diversity. twelve races count. Yeah, yes. only twelve that's races. Crazy. It used to be eight, but that now is it's 12, a, that yeah. is a, when there's that many races. That's a crazy room for error if you were to win them all. But what's funny to me, like you said earlier, you're gonna miss twelve outlaw races. 
Yeah. You're going to miss 12 outlaw races because you're going to be at 36 <laughs> tour races. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? Wow. I know. <laughs> that is, it is just insane. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, 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 a, it's a whole well, season in itself. And actually, actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but two of them, two of the modified races are actually outlaw races, yeah, too. They yeah, they are. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're, you'll be in the booth. For those right so you? You, so you know we, we haven't actually talked about that yet so we're at fairbury and, and you know we have mike norris right. and rick Esselman in the booth i'll be right. pit reporting the period or classic for the outlaws ah. but i don't know if i'll be calling the mods i may just give them i i, I really don't know how that's going to work but i'm, I'm fine with just there'd be a lot of running up that downstairs be, if you yeah. were doing pit reporting and uh yeah. i pay to watch that i mean honestly <laughs> <laughs> i did a lot As someone of, who's done I, it i'll pay to watch that well, you know <laughs> i'm really sad because i did not get a pizza burger at elder i was waiting for the last day and i just got so busy and i didn't get it but i'm telling you all the all the cheese balls that I ate, all the tenders that I ate at El- yeah, Eldor, yeah. all the good food over there, I guarantee you I lost it because I was running back and forth in the pit area. So I was happy to have a home-cooked meal last <laughs> night. I loved all the Eldor's concession stand, but yeah. after four straight days of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I had a good meal at Carabas last night. Not home-cooked meal, but I had a good meal at Carabas. Anyway, um, so yeah, guys, there's that for the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. We start June 15th, obviously. Uh, that's Tuesday at Brownstown Speedway. We go all the way to August 22nd, 68 days from start to finish for the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Four brand new racetracks for the tour. Uh, Knox County Fair Raceway in Knoxville, Illinois, which Eric was telling me yesterday. It's a half mile. Mm. I didn't think there was anything bigger than a quarter mile in Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a rarity there. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Knox County Fair Raceway. That's a joke for the, those of you. I know the coin. Uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway uh, in Kentucky. Circle City Raceway. Obviously, we yep. were there with the Outlaws uh, in Indianapolis. And then Richmond Raceway. We were there with the Outlaws as well. So four new tracks. The championship used to be. $25,000 to win. This year, there's $36,000 on the line because after 25 races, you're going to get extra money. Now, if you're the champion and you run all 36 races, you get an extra 1000 each single night, which totals up to $11,000. Nice. If you finish second in the points and run all 36, you get an extra $4,400. And the list goes on to the top 10. This is all extra money. If you run all 36, mm-hmm. can we take your best 31? Now, there's seven weekly point funds, $2,000 to win. Let's say you clean sweep all those. That's Mm $14,000. There's a possible $50,000 just in points racing because if you win, there's 22 5,000 to win shows. That's $110,000. There's 14 10,000 to win shows. That's $140,000 in 36 races. That's just that in in, in the two win races. Now, if you finish seventh or better, that's $1,000. You know what I mean? Wait, so what you're saying is, though, it's only like two days of Brandon Overton's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, in a whole month. So, so let, let, let's just say if you were to clean sweep the whole Dirt Car Summer Nationals, you will get a total of... $300,000. That's That's more than Brandon over there. (laughs) Yeah, because don't forget, you have those uh, weekly point funds, two thousand to win uh, each single week. Uh, That's that's a lot of money right there for a lot of money. I mean, it's a grind, but it's definitely fun within nine different states. Um, So talking about the outlaw guys, obviously that's always fun. Last year, we'll never forget the week where Brandon Shepard came. Mm -hmm. Him and Shirley won three apiece that week. 
Shepard ended up taking the weekly points fund, and then obviously Gustin came and took the final week. A couple outlaw guys are going to hop in, and we'll talk about that on Stick Signals as the week come in, but I know Shepard's coming. Uh, Kate Dillard told me he was coming to a couple. Nice, yeah, nice. Uh, Tyler Bruning and Ryan Gustin. So a couple of those outlaw guys, and I haven't I I asked. Obviously, Dennis Herb Jr., we know he will be yeah, there. Yeah, Herb will show up for sure. Oh, yeah, so it, I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a fun summer. Uh, Dirt Car Summer Nationals, watch every lap live. And I'm telling you, Dirt Vision is bringing it this year. Mm. They, they, I saw the uh, – Brendan left yesterday. They have the van and they have a trailer. Yep. And a Dirt Vision screen. Oh, really? They bring yes. the big screen? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah. So, for those of you fans that have been to an outlaw sprint car late model race, you've seen the big screens. Replays, drone shots, uh, you know, infield pit reporter, which, by the way – Georgia Hanneberry is going to be joining us. And, and, and race fans, hey, please welcome Hannah Newhouse with open hands to the world of Outlaw. She'll be replacing me for the next 12 races. Um, but yeah, full on production, Mickey. You're, you're, you're all about, you know, the, the production stuff. You love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have, if, if don't, correct me if I'm wrong, two infield cameras. We're going to have one for Georgia, one another one. And then we have a drone and we have two cameras up top. That's plus outstanding. Plus the screen at Dirt Car Summer National Events. Uh, this is going to be. It's a world-class broadcast every night. It is. It is. And, and you know, I know there's been a lot of talk. I'm just going to be straight up honest on the podcast. I know there's been a lot of negative talk, but there's been positive talk about the schedule being so long. Yeah. But I think this is going to be one of the best dirt car summer nationals because it actually gives drivers time mm-hmm. to go back, rebuild and fix, you know, guys like Bob Gardner, the Lances and yeah. stuff like that. And guys that are going to like, you know, um, I know crew help has been a big struggle all year long. We've talked about that on the podcast before, but I think this may be one of the best dirt car summer nationals ever because it gives guys time to regroup right. and reorganize with Monday and Tuesday off mm-hmm. now. And for most of the weeks, um, I think we're in for a dynamite summer. I, I like it. And I, I think, you know, Sam, I think Sam did everybody kind of a favor to give make it mm-hmm. a little more fair for drivers. You guys have a weekend there that's not just an off week. It's a, for rescheduling because yes. weather happens this yeah. time of year. So I think Sam did a great job. I think it's cool for drivers. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, it's no, still 36 races. It is. So and and yeah, you know, it's uh, you just, know, just because there's a little time off and it's not just congruent like that. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it obviously gives us time to record stick signals and you yeah. know, whatever hotel I'm in or 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 sidewalk. Or <laughs> <laughs> you should start doing them from like coffee shops. Yeah, and stuff, coffee man. shops. We're in the middle of Champaign, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome. From the University of Illinois. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. But yes, uh, race fans, again, every lap live. Dirt Vision, go there. Uh, go to dirtvision.com right now. Check it out. Uh, the audio is free, but hey, you want you yep. want to you you want to catch everything for sure. Uh, definitely, it's a cool thing. Um, yeah, Mick, I'm ready. I hope you guys are ready. It's gonna be a fun summer. I, I I'll be the first to tell you. I'll try to tune into as many races as I can. But at the same time, I got to focus on the outlaws. No, I know. I, I totally agree with you. And, and, and Mike, you're going to start carrying me from here on stick and signals because I'm going to try to pay attention to the outlaw stuff, but it just gets so grueling. Well, and the I'm nationals. sure as you guys, have, I, I know you know this next week. I got another uh, pit reporting stint up in the great northeast. That's where I go home. Oh, that's cool. Albany, Saratoga Speedway. <clears throat> that's and Super yeah, Dirt Car Series. Have you race. ever pit reported at your home track? No, because just it hasn't worked out that way. We didn't really... We can see the hot pit from our announcer's booth, so mm-hmm. it just never really ne- necessitated it. But nice. hey, I get to go back home and announce one That's race awesome. in front of fans for the first time. I What day is this now? It's a week from, well, it's Tuesday, June 22nd, so two days before the firecracker. Okay. I will 
I, hey, how about that? We are off that day. That that is a Tuesday. Uh, from that's a Monday. Oh, sorry. I just said it's a Tuesday. And I said it's Monday. Yes, yes, yeah, you, yeah. Did. yes you did. Yes, you did. It's all right. That's, we, that's, we, that's, we, that's, we already. Anyway, yes, I, I am off that day. Um, I will have to tune in definitely for sure. But yeah, race fans, Brownstown Speedway, Peoria Speedway, Kankakee County Speedway, Tri City, Fairbury, and Plymouth. That's just the first week of Dirt Car Summer Nationals. Full schedule at summernationals.com, modifiednationals.com. Points, schedule, anything you need to know on there. Check it out. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Summer Nationals. So we're set for that. And be sure to tune. In after after the races on Facebook, yes. you and Jordan will be going live again this year. Yes, I forgot about that. I uh, I honestly have a blast for this. I, I love it. So we do a uh, pre-race show yep. every week. Uh, well, not every week. Every race day from the racetrack live. Me and Jordan Delusia official uh, post-race show. Uh, oh, we do, I thought we did pre-race too, didn't we? Uh-uh. Oh, just kidding. I will do anything we were doing a pre-race. <laughs> See, it's, it's already been a long summer. <laughs> no, you just start every day with just good started. morning. You just tell our, uh, our the Dirk, our uh, summer national score. Good morning, Eric. Yeah, good it's morning. race day. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought we'd, I guess we do the, like, oh, uh, we do, do the, the race, race day video. You yeah, do. the race day video, like Rick does. Yes, that's right. That's what I do. Sorry. But yes, we do the Summit Racing Equipment post-race show uh, from the Dirt Car Trailer every single night. We just recap little bits and pieces, kind of storylines mm-hmm. throughout the night. And me and Jordan usually try to get a driver uh, on Last year, you show. had Brandon Shepard drinking beer on it. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> like we get closer than ever to the drivers on that show. Yep. And uh, the cool thing about I me, mean, I love stick signals, and I know we're working on some things in the future, you mm-hmm. know, for, for the fans to see our, our lovely faces, yeah. maybe one day. <laughs> uh, but, like, there, you get to see us, like, on camera talking to you. Like, we, we have two mics, and we have a driver, and we have guests, like, straight after the races. So yep. check it out. We go live on the Summer Nationals Facebook page. Uh, you race fans definitely don't want to miss that. It's the Summit Racing Equipment post-race show. Usually, I mean, it depends on what time the event gets. It's over, but it's usually about 30, 45 minutes yeah. after the event. I mean, you got to pack up and get down to the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, be sure to tune in. Yeah. So, so uh, that's going to be fun. Um, and, guys, uh, Mike, did you did you pack your Manscaped ready for, for this weekend? I would if I had one. Oh, oh. I've got one on my desk for you. Remind oh, there we go. Nice. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, um, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I get it. I got forgotten. Yes, uh, race fans, it is going to be a hot summer. And don't forget, Father's Day is coming and the weather is catching heat. Whether you have a dad bod or rocking a six-pack, make sure you and your dad are smelling nice and shaved where it matters most. Make your dad proud this year and get him yourself a Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and the Refined Cologne by Manscaped. This brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and Refined Cologne is perfect for you and the dad in your life to complete your grooming game. Get 20% off plus Free shipping with the code sticksignals21 at manscaped.com. I, uh, yeah, I wonder if we have any bloopers, you know, like take one, take two. Cause oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to put this together. Um, um Mick, uh, real quick, we got to talk about our merch father's day sale. Yes. Father's day sale race fans at, at, uh, our store online, treat your dad until June 20th. This Sunday, get 20% off the entire world of outlaw stores spend $50 or more and get free shipping anywhere in the continental United States at store.worldofoutlaws.com. Uh, there's a lot of great things. I know I know. Brandy just ordered some new merch and stuff. Uh, I actually got to visit our good friends at Arizona Sports Shirts when nice. we were in Indianapolis. It was really, I actually took a tour back in 2016. And uh, Arizona Sports, I got a race. They have a lot of cool things back there. It's cool seeing like the behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lot of great uh, shirts being printed in the back. And, and actually, I got the joy of sitting in a little conference call with Brandy and uh, and uh, Gerald from Arizona. They were talking about new merch that's going to come up. So oh, race yeah. fans, you definitely don't want to miss that. Go to store.worldofoutlaws.com. A lot of great things on there. And hey, 
take advantage of that 20% off the entire store. Whether you want to buy a koozie, a flag, shirt, whatever you want, go on there uh, at store.worldofoutlaws.com. And uh, talking about the World of Outlaws store, you know a guy that sold a lot of t-shirts this weekend? <laughs> the guy banging the boards at Eldora. He won a little bit of money this past weekend. Joining us now on Stick Signals, they call him Big Sexy Brandon Overton. Well, we're here with Brandon Overton joining us this week on Stick Signals. Of course, Brandon coming off of the double dream wins last week at Eldora Speedway. Brandon, the first question I got to ask you, has it really sunk in yet? Uh, no, nah, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to sink in for a while, honestly. Uh, we just, you know, it's you come home and, and it's like right back to work, working on your cars. And, and you know, I don't think it's going to sink in until, you know, I'm old and I'm you know, we go back up there and watch Eldora like the other day. I was watching them before the heat races. They they replay all the memories, all the all the badass moments and stuff that happened at, at Eldora. And I'm sure, like, uh, you know, the one with Scott and J.D., I'm probably, sure, probably they watched it and thought about it. And the one with McDowell and Shepard, uh, I don't know. It's just we're always so busy doing this. I don't I don't know when it's going to sink in. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, I know it's cool. I just don't, you know. Uh, like I said, we, you're already thinking about next weekend, so I don't know. I don't, I don't honestly know what it's going to hit me. Now, you're one of four guys that have won this event twice. And, you know, one of the quotes that you had after the the first win was, this is the coolest thing you've ever done in your life. You know, to put yourself in that category with some of the biggest names in late model racing, it's got to be pretty cool. It is. Um, who are they? I, I can't even. Who are they? Nobody told me. I know Bloomquist. Off the top of my head, I know Bloomquist is definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, uh, like I said, I I don't know if Moyer's one of them, but, uh, you know, Scott and Billy, I've, I've spent a little time racing with both of them. Um, so to be at the – just to be mentioned, I mean, I, you know, it's awesome for me because I never – I mean, I always wanted to do it, but I've always been realistic about what I'm doing. I mean, this is a really hard sport. I think it's, I think it's harder now than it ever has been, you know? So, uh, to put my name on there, uh, something for me to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the competition that was up there and just the history, right? Like there, there's so many amazing drivers and, and one of the fun things I, I you know, after the all-star race, one of the first things Kyle Larson said was at least you weren't there to take his money and, and just for it to kind of get in the spot like that, it's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, like for him to, for him to be thinking about that, uh, you know, after, after winning a million dollars doing, you know, kicking their ass over there in, in, in that part of the world, that's, I mean, it, it means a lot to me and, and to a lot of, you know, dirt track, you know, fans, because like, hell, I can't even, I'm trying to like multitask over here, trying to remember how to thank my sponsors or who I need to call back after the weekend that I had, you know? Uh, so it's cool. You know, he's a, he's definitely a racer um, at heart. Like he, he's not, I, I, this was actually this weekend at Eldora was the first time I've ever really like been around him and got to talk to him a little bit, you know? And he's, he's just like us, you know what I mean? Um, so, like I said, I like it. He could be cocky. He could he could be an asshole, honestly, because he's he he is. He's really good. He's really talented. He's done a lot of shit. So it wouldn't be anything for him to be a jerk. But uh, you know, he's a you know awesome guy. And I, I met some of his buddies this weekend. So got me a couple sprint car friends now. <laughs> and uh, like I said, uh, I appreciate him doing that. He he didn't have to do that. That was pretty cool for me. 
Now, you know, moving away from the dream, you know, we, we want to learn a little bit more about you as a whole. Now, how'd you get your start in the late model racing? Um, I just had, I raced go-karts. And then after we got out of go-karts, uh, I, I wanted to, to race dirt cars. And we kind of got like a, what they called a hobby car back then. It's, it didn't have a motor rule, but it was a Camaro front clip and, and Lee Springs, you know, in the back. And, and it looked like a late model. Uh, and that was, that's what I started in. And then one, actually I went from that to a super late model because they didn't have uh, a, a crate late model or mm-hmm. anything to, to get in at that time. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I went. Now, you know, one of the biggest things that you also mentioned coming off of this weekend is teaming up with the Wells team. It's really put your career in the right direction. And it seems like as soon as you teamed up, you've been winning just about everything. Yeah. He, uh, he kind of put the fun back in it for me. You know, I do better when I don't have, uh, like I don't have any, any pressure or anybody kind of making the calls or telling me what they think's best for me. It's, I kind of, and that's kind of how we set it up. He said, I'll tell you what, you do it. You run it the way you want to run it. And, and here's all the tools to do it. So, uh, it's just up to me to make sure that I, that I, I put all the right people in place and, and we made all the right decisions. And like I said, he makes it fun. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like it, it, when I go race, I'm not thinking about, you know, man, I better do good this weekend or I'm going to get shit canned or, or he's going to be upset about, you know, what's going on over here. So <clears throat> I really focus on what we're doing and just try to get better. So at, going back to natural bridge was 10 races ago in the last 10 races, you've won seven. I think your other finishes were two second places and a fourth. I mean, what are you guys doing over there to, to have go on this kind of streak? Uh, just like I said, we're, we're, we're having fun. We don't even think about it. Like we just go race, we go to win. And, uh, you know, we, we did do, we, we had two bad races there and, uh, kind of got to struggling. And then, and we all were like, Hey, get this shit cleaned up. We got to go test. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have a group of guys with me that they want to win just as bad as I do. So we hurried up, you know, got our got us got us a couple of test dates set up and went and tested, and then we went and raced to run second to Jimmy, and we stayed there and tested some more, uh, and then we kind of got our little deal figured out, like what we had been missing on, or at least which duration we needed to get back going in. And uh, hell, I just been riding it out. You know, that's how this, that's how it works. You gotta <clears throat> gotta have enough confidence in in what you're doing to to keep going down. You know that that route and uh like i said i just i just got my car feeling the way i want to have it feeling and it's kind of what i'm doing now brandon you're obviously not running with any of the national tours full-time this year but one thing i think it's a big misconception when you're running the south you're you're still running against some tough competition i mean you, you got guys like madden ross bales you know dale mcdowell all the time out there no matter every time you step on the racetrack it's a tough run yeah <clears throat> there's so many so especially like where I go, I, I go to two different surfaces kind of on purpose. Like I still do a lot of racing in the Carolinas just because it's, you know, it's so dirty and it's so wheel spinny and, and it's really important to be fast early. And and you got all your, you know, your your Ross and your uh, Zach Mitchell and, and all your Carolina guys, Ferguson, you, you know. And then you go toward like, you know, up north Georgia, Tennessee, I have to race against Dale and, and, and Jensen core has been running really good. And, and, you know, Hedgecock, there's so many good guys like in that, in that area, you know, so no matter which area I go race, I have really good competition to race against, you know, it's, you know, no different. You come to an outlaw race at 
Cherokee or Lucas race, you're going to have to run the Carolina guys. You go to Smoky Mountain and you're going to have to outrun, you know, their guys. So uh, when they're and when they're good, they're really good. It doesn't matter who's going to come in there. So I got to race against that all the time. They give me something good to judge off of. Like when I go to these big races, I feel confident that we're going to we're going to be OK. You know, because I, mean? I, I race against such good guys all the time. But I feel like they make me better. There's, there's sort of a conception that you know, the Midwest or the Illinois bad boys are sort of the dominant force in, in late model racing. But I mean, to me, it looks like the South is just full of talent. Do you think that the, the tides have turned as the South going to take it back? Man, I, there's, there's talented race car drivers everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, I think if you go to Farmer City or Fairbury, your, your Illinois guys are probably going to kick your ass. You know, you come to, uh, you know, down here where we're at, we're going to do good. But we do have a lot of, um, you know, as far as crown jewel racing, a lot of our guys are starting to venture out. So there's more of us there, you know. So I, yeah, and, and you still got Jimmy and Scott and all the guys from the South that made a name for it already, you know, Dale. So um, I don't know. I'm proud of where I'm from. And, and I think we do have a, you know, a badass group of guys that race around here. Now, obviously, when I ask this question, I'm sure Eldora Speedway right now is your favorite favorite track no question about it but is there a track you really love going to more than any of them yeah i mean i honestly like i i when i, I said it a bunch of times but magnolia when magnolia's uh, uh the right when johnny stokes gets magnolia right it's it's one of my favorite tracks i i'm gonna miss it this weekend uh we just we honestly we need to regroup and get our stuff back ready to go for Lernerville to be prepared and and uh, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to take off and enjoy a little bit. We might go to the lake or, or hang out and just relax some. Now, your your website lists your favorite win as being the Hillbilly 100. Is, is that going to change after this double dream win, or is that stats still up there? No, I'd say, I'd say yeah, that's probably going to change. <laughs> Don't forget to update your website. That's right, Ben. One thing that I, I love about you, and I've heard you say this a couple times, yeah, the money was great. Don't get me wrong, $273,000. You can't go wrong with that. I'd take that in a heartbeat. But, you know, it was more about getting your name etched in Eldora than anything this past weekend. Yeah, it is. You know, every year every year you race, you, like, try to do something. You know, you want to do something you didn't do the year before. And it seems like the last couple of years, like, I've, I've, I've done something cool. You know, like, the, you know, I won the Hillbilly, and then I won – you know, uh, last year I won Cedar Lake, and then this year we win this. Like, it's just, I mean, it's cool. Like, you, it's uh, like stepping stone after stepping stone after stepping stone. You like the first early in your career, you're going to these races just trying to make the race. Then you start like winning some heat races, and you know you're going to lock in, but then you run like shit in the feature. And then you go and you start running like top fives, you know, and, and then you go and you finally win one. Like, it's just, I feel like I've, I've done it. I've, I keep doing it, you know, like I've, I've paid my dues. I've, I've sucked there. I've gotten a little better, got a little better, got a little better, win a prelim, you know. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just trying to suck it all in and, and uh, you know, I hope, hope it keeps on going. All right. So I've been asking everybody this on Six Signals. You know, you, you get to a race. What did you like it goes on your race day playlist? Just a little get to, a little bit more personal with the drivers. Uh, when I get to a race? Yeah, like music-wise. Oh, hell, I don't know. I I listen to everything. <laughs> it don't really about whatever. Kent, Kent and Martin Radio, so whatever they got on. I listen to country and, and rock and rap. Hell, I listen to all of it. It don't matter. As long as something's playing, I can, I can dig it. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what Strickler was playing in the pits because Hoffman went on Twitter to say it. 
<laughs> that's strictly it, had it, the horse playlist in the in the pits. <laughs> we all, yeah, we always get curious about that because like one thing for me like when, no matter what sport it is, even as like a PR guy going to the track, you know, I have like a race day playlist just to get me ready to go. So it, it's just something something fun. But you know, most most drivers have pretty much said everything so far. That's for sure. Now, do you do any uh like have any race day superstitions at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like uh, I hear people talk about like don't eat chicken or whatever the hell we eat chicken all the time. Um, so nah, not really. We just, I don't, I try not to really think about it. And we just unload and sit there and shoot the shit and, and hopefully we got everything right. So that busts up. Do you think that, you know, with you not running a national tour at all, do you think being able to sort of have flexibility in your, uh, what races you go to, is, is that help you? I mean, it's not like you're picking small events, right? Like you're going to the, to the big ones, but is that nice to have that flexibility? Yeah, it is. I mean, it. There's there's perks about both of them. I mean, you run a series, you know where you got to be at what time, and you know, uh, you know you're gonna get X amount of dollars. Like you know you're gonna you're gonna get paid to show up. You're gonna get start money. You're gonna get you know all this stuff. So you kind of know. I guess it's kind of more like of a normal job. Like you got a normal job, you know how much money you're gonna make. You know during the week, and you know you got money to cover your bills. Where if you do it like I do it, when you go to these races, and, it, and it just just say if you go somewhere and it pays four thousand, well, you if you go to a four thousand dollar race, you need to win. Like yeah. without a doubt, you need to win. You run second, and you're like shit. You know that's not a good weekend. You know, uh, so it's kind of. I mean, there, there's there's good and bads about both of them. I mean, I use it to get my car ready, so when I do go to the big races, that I feel like I'm prepared. Uh, and then try to and try to win me some money while I'm doing it. But like I said, it's really important. It's hard to it's hard to test and race, so it's really important when I go race that I win. So right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I, I it does better for me because, like I said, I'm not so stressed out, and and, and uh, you know, I like being around the the tracks that I at too. I feel like get me ready for a lot of different circumstances. So I just kind of hover around and build notes. And then, like I said, when I go to the big races, I I feel like I'm I'm ready to compete. Yeah, you definitely show up. It's probably a little bit of good motivation too. If you you have to really scrap for your paycheck. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's what keeps us all going. You know, if the the better you do, the the Obviously, the more money you make, the more shit you can have. And, and, you know, like I said, no matter what they say, you know, money money makes it a lot easier. So kind of kind of write your own paycheck. If you want to make more, you, you better you better work harder and, and get your car fixed. Now, the next race on your schedule, as you mentioned before, the Firecracker 100, another chance to win a lot of money. It's a race you've won before, and this is one of the tougher ones, going. but it's another 100-lap race, and you seem to have them figured out right now, that's for sure. Yeah, I uh, learned it was is always going to be special to me. That's the, the first place I ever won an outlaw race. And, and boy, you talking about it like a damn grind trying to do that deal. So, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. I love racing up there. I love the track. I got a bunch of friends that, you know, that race over there. So excited to get over there and see them and, and, and looking forward to it for sure. It should be a fun event. I mean, you know, again, you know when you're coming in, you're racing against some of the best of the best every time you step in with the Outlaws. That's right. It is. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good cars there. And, and, you know, you know, Madden's been running good. Madden's won it before. And, and Sheppy's always tough, along with, you know, all the other Outlaw guys, Kate Dillard and all that much. Like said, it's, it ain't going to be no easy feat, but I love 
you know, I love the racing service there. The track's always good. Um, you know, like I said, it's a fun event. That, and I got a lot of people that I, that I like seeing when I go over there. So uh, I'm ready. Well, Brandon, it was awesome having you with us here today. You, but one thing, of course, you can't do it alone. I know you got a lot of sponsors you'd like to thank. Yeah, we we, we got a whole list of them. Uh, first off, you know, David and Eric Wells, Wells Motorsports, Convenient Lube, um, CrossFit Overton, All-Star Concrete, Easy Go, Big Dog Stump and Tree, uh, Dirt Mafia, Cleanway Cleaning and Grading, RW Pile Construction, uh, Vinci Shocks, Clemens Automotive, and, and all my product sponsors and, and you know, my family, everybody that helps me do it. Like I said, I couldn't do it without them. All right, Brandon, once again, congratulations on the big wins at Eldora last week, and thanks for joining us on Stick Signals. All right, boys, see you back. Ah, good times here on Stick Signals. Well, race fans, that is going to do it for this one. But hey, don't go anywhere yet because we got to give you the Dirt Vision weekend preview. A little bit of house cleaning notes here. Tuesday, Hell Tour at Brownstown Speedway. Wednesday, uh, Peoria Speedway. World of Outlaws late now. Dirt Vision gets busy on Thursday. You're going to get your money's worth here. Thursday, World of Outlaws Morton Buildings Late Model Series at State Line Speedway. The World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series are at the 34 Raceway. And the Hell Tour at one of my favorite racetracks, Kankakee County Speedway. This place always produces some good racing. I'm excited to go there. If if you're in that area, check it out. Nice covered grandstand. Really cool little place. Friday, the World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings Late Model Series at the Thunder Mountain Speedway. Uh, that place was fun. World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series at Dubuque Speedway. The Dirt Car Summer Nationals rolls into the first of two visits to the Tri-City Speedway in Pontoon Beach, Illinois. And then the weekly racing from the Knoxville Raceway and weekly racing at the Jacksonville Speedway in Jacksonville, Illinois. That's Friday. There's five <laughs> events on Friday. a lot of racing on Friday. Yeah. So download your Dirt Vision apps on your, you know, your smart TV, your iPad. Your, I mean, you are going to get what your money's worth on Friday. Saturday, the same thing. Still four events. The World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings Late Model Series are at the Sealands Grove Speedway. It's going to be fun to watch drivers in that half mile. The World of Outlaws and NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series are at the Beaver Dam Raceway, which, by the way, Summer Nationals will be there later this summer. It's the last day of June, by the way. Knoxville Championship Series as well. And, yes, falls. 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 The Dirt Car Summer Nationals rolls into the Fairbury Speedway. That is going to be absolutely dynamite. Saturday night and then Sunday, Hughes Speedway and Dirt Vision. And we're back. Uh, I haven't been to this place in a while. Plymouth. Speedway, Plymouth, Indiana. I haven't <laughs> been there in a long there. time. I know. Just, just feels like, you know, about a week ago. Um, yeah, we're back in Plymouth, uh, Indiana, that Sunday and Monday. World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Sprint Car Series at Hussets. Unfortunately, we will not be racing on Monday, uh, Summer Nationals. We'll be doing laundry that day, but hey, we'll be, we'll be watching Hussets on Dirt Vision. I, I, so I think the Dirt Vision crew is just not going to leave the studio until sometime Sunday afternoon. I, I, I thought like. I saw them bringing inflatable mattresses and stuff. They, <laughs> I think they did. And, and, and they're like we just had, there's a race Tuesday, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is one Tuesday, too. Super Dirt Car Series is back yeah, in action. Yeah, and then the Dirt Car Summer Nationals is right back at it that Wednesday at a LaSalle Speedway. We're like Bill Belichick here. And, yeah. Uh, What's fun is usually like no there's, days a, off. there's usually a pretty clear cut spot in the division schedule to stop for each of these episodes. And I looked at it and was like, well, there's racing every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So race fans, we do these sheets and like usually the dirt vision part is just like the little bottom part of the sheet. This uh -huh. is the full It's thing. a full page. <laughs> it's a full page. <laughs> and that's only uh what? That's that's about a week. Yeah, it's a full that's, week. That's, that's a full week. week. That's, that's Tuesday to a Monday. That's amazing. Anyway, uh, race fans, again, if you don't have dirt vision... I, what are you doing? I mean, Dirt Vision is the way to go right now. Uh, you get quality content, quality series, I should say. You get the world of all world of outlaws, late model sprint cars. You get Dirt Cars Summer Nationals. You get all these tracks. Plus, you get Australia when they're racing. Like, Dirt Vision is the way to go right now. Check it out. DirtVision.com. Sign up today, and you won't regret it. Um, 
Guys, I said it's been fun being alongside you guys. Yep, you you yep. can't give me crap about that one today, this, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> this, this probably will be the last time all three of us will be in the same room. I uh, I would say until World Finals, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that makes me sad. Yeah, because oh. I will probably be with you, but you'll drop me off probably at the Detroit I'll airport again. I'll take you to Detroit again. Yep, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then I'll fly back home and then fly right back to Davenport. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So when's the next time you go back to New Mexico? Uh, it's exactly 80 days on the road. Wow. Uh, it should be. It should be. August twenty second, but yeah. I yeah, yeah. But, but that's a lot of time. What's crazy? That's a that's a Sunday. We race that Thursday in Davenport, huh. but school starts August nineteenth. For me, are you ever going to graduate? I December eleventh. You can do it for I, your PhD I, or what? I know. I know. Listen, I I went the six year route. It's okay. I, I, it's <laughs> taking me six years. So I just I I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. And I'm just gonna put it out there. In 2018, I did um Arizona Mod Tour, and I missed 11 straight days. Yeah. And I just kind of put myself behind the eight ball that semester. But I mean, hey, I. Anyway, it's okay. Anyway, yeah. let's wrap up this show. You need to get show. out of here. You can hit the road, man. <laughs> we could talk all day. Anyway, I got to hit the road to Brownstown. Mike has some work to do. Mick, you are busier than ever with being outlaw and all a bunch of other things. Thank you all so much for joining us on what episode? What episode is this? What eighteen? <laughs> hey, episode That's eighteen. Oh, is it, see. Oh, I think it's eighteen. I don't. Anyway. <laughs> We're getting up there. We're in double digits. <laughs> the way this feels. Thanks for joining us on episode 7,483. <laughs> it's 18. It's 18. 18. I knew oh, it was 18. One. Yeah, there we go. Thank you all so much for joining us. We hope to see you at the Hell Tour. Until next time, on behalf of Mike Warren, Mick, and myself, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week.